You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And today we're going to take that literally because we are talking shop. I'm looking forward to that actually. Talking shop with Miri Growth. It's an app marketing agency focused on user acquisition on Facebook and Snapchat and also looking at scalable app growth through rapid creative testing. That's going to be the topic of today's show. And my guests today are Adam Tarosky and Zach Vandriel, two UA specialists and also the co-founders of the company. Hey guys, great to have you on the show today. Yep, thanks a lot for having us, Peggy. Yeah, hi. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, first of all, it's good to have two people because then we can have a conversation. And um, creative testing is hot. It's something we're hearing about a lot. I'm hearing about it even as like the core of competitive advantage for app companies and marketers. Is this what kind of level creative testing has taken on? Um, yeah, we think so. I think this is uh, uh, kind of the, the key assumption of uh, behind our company. And what we feel is when we talk about Facebook, for instance, um, Facebook is really good at targeting, like lookalike audiences are pretty much the best you can do in terms of targeting, and it's really hard to find uh, anything else. In terms of bidding, they're also really good. Uh, you know, at the beginning, you could bid on CPIs and they were doing it really well for you. Um, then on uh, post install events, now uh, there's also value optimization. Um, and um, based on that, what we think is that really where as a company, well, as, a, as an advertiser, you can make a difference is really with the creative. This is where all of a sudden you can have one creative uh, that can have uh, a click-through rate that is four times better than the previous one, and that can really change the trajectory for the promotion of a product. Um, and the rest is also important. We just feel that 
it's not it cannot have like the same level of uh, uh, the same magnitude of differences. Would you agree with I mean, that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you, Zach, I mean, that makes sense because also apps need to be, you know, effective, but we're hearing a lot more about sort of like emotive um, marketing. You're sort of clued in on the power of the creative, the importance of testing the creative. What are you hearing out there in the market? Is it something that app marketers are getting their head around? Yeah, I think so. I think more and more, um, maybe a year ago when we started talking about it, um, it was uh, more something a bit different that we're doing or kind of the the pace at which we're testing creative. Um, definitely everyone we speak to now uh, is in complete agreement with of, about having to, to test enough creatives, being able to kind of actually deep dive into the results and understand uh, what you're testing, uh, what performs well, what's performing just below your uh, kind of expectations and what you should iterate on and what you should maybe uh, kind of save to revisit at a later date. Um, so it's definitely something that uh, in, that is definitely like in agreement uh, kind of uh, in the space. Well, I mean, that's good. We're in agreement on this. I mean, I, I am fully, I, I saw it coming a little earlier. I thought, you know, it's data-driven marketing. When we all sort of have the same data, when we all have our attribution partners and everything in place and we understand the data that's driving the marketing, then we're going to have to differentiate elsewhere. You know, when we've all done our platforms and we've all seen the results, where is the differentiation? That's very much in the creative. Now, it's going to be the question about how to do it and how to do it at scale. I mean, that's a big question. I won't pose that one to you, but maybe we can look at what you're telling your clients when they're just getting started. Because A-B testing, as a rule, is the way you do it, but... There are some other considerations and uh, it's not that simple. Yeah, so I think um, the way we kind of go about creative testing, uh, as, as you said, we definitely A-B test everything. Uh, how we split the creative decision or the uh, ideation of what creators we do. Uh, we like to do some exploratory steps uh, in each test. Um, so that's exploring completely new ways uh, that we want to advertise the app. So that's a new selling point or a new visual attached to that selling point. Um, and then within that, we probably have about 70% of our, the creators that we're doing uh, as iterations. Um, so that's iterating to try and uh, get that small incremental uh, improvements on the creative performance. Um, what this means in practice is we want to test, uh, A-B test, as you were saying, uh, we want to test five creators each week for each product. Um, and with that, we'll look into kind of the 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 volume of data that we're getting to make sure we're going to make statistically, statistically significant decisions on the creatives um, and make the decision from there as to how we're going to iterate and, and what we're going to, um, I guess, roll out. If we find a new winning creative that, uh, that works well in this testing environment that we have set up, we can then roll that out and scale it to all these performance uh, campaigns targeting the right audiences. So that's then matching the right creative with the right audience. Uh, and able to kind of benefit off that um, improved performance on the on the creative uh, to uh, at scale, as you were kind of asking. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. I'm also hearing there are five creatives testing. What was that per per week? Did you yeah, say per Zach? Week. Yeah, per week. Per week per app. So these are we we find video ads to be the best performing creatives uh, across the board. We also like to explore other ad formats. Um, just to kind of make sure that we're we're, also, we're always testing the right thing. 
Uh, and within that, we also test different lengths of videos. Um, so we're really, we don't want to make any assumptions as to what we think will work well. We just want to make sure we're exploring broadly enough and also iterating uh, like with enough focus to try and uh, like learn as we go and also find new pockets of performance. Because what's, what's really going to make the big difference um, for your campaigns is if you can find that one new creative which is completely different to any of the other creators you've been running that performs, as Adam said, sometimes four times better than any other creative you've run in the past. Um, and just to kind of add to that, the iterating and exploring new concept help you maintain performance. So obviously if you're running, if you found one ad that performs well, it's going to fatigue over time. Uh, so people are going to be less responsive to it. Click-through rates will decline uh, and performance will start to drop off. So if you want to maintain the performance and the level of scale that you're at, uh, you've got to iterate, make sure you'll, you're maybe adding a kind of fresh, uh, a fresh look or a fresh skin to a creative concept to maintain the good performance. So it's, it's definitely five testing. I've got loads of questions, by the way, because this is such a hot topic. And people are even asking me. Um, I'm going off to a conference uh, next week in Berlin. And, you know, the question is, so, you know, so how do you, you know, what's the scientific approach to testing creatives? Because we don't have one really yet. A-B testing sounds good, but... Uh, at the end of the day, I'm also hearing that even if you reject something, don't throw it away. You know, don't put it in the bin, as you would say there in England, where you, Zach and Adam, are based, right? But um, yeah. keep it because you never know. It may actually be a hit later. It was just maybe not the right time or, uh, you know, pr preferences were different. I mean, do you ever find yourself... Um, torn when you have an A-B test and that's like, yeah, but is it really, really the one? I mean, because it's not that uh, conclusive, is it? Um, I think, yeah, so I guess uh, maybe a, a couple of things you touched on there in terms of whether creative may not work at one point in time and then it could work a couple of months later. That's mm -hmm. definitely true. Um, if that's a headache right there for marketers because it's like uh, A-B testing, yes, but don't toss it is what we're saying, right? Yeah, exactly. I think the way we approach it is maybe try and at least refresh it in some way uh, at a later time when you test it, or at least explore, like you're revisiting a concept, you've had some time away from it. So maybe you have some new ideas of, of a different way to visualize it or some other copy that could go well with it, for example. Um, and also the, maybe not exactly the opposite, but kind of something a little bit different to what you said is also true. If, if you have a creative that maybe worked a couple of months ago or even a year ago, um, and this is fatigued over time and it's no longer relevant for your targeting. If you refresh those creatives, we found that that can sometimes also be like a very successful approach um, to like revisiting a previous concept that you've uh, tested, um, mm -hmm. maybe refreshing it with some other learnings you've had in the time uh, over, over the last uh, period of time. Um, we've seen that can, that can like uh, help you help you find a well-performing creative as well. And uh, just to add uh, to this, the thing is when you test the creative when you revisit it six months later if for instance it's someone else who's working on the same concept they will also deliver a slightly different um if pronounced um and maybe just because their approach is slightly different the performance is going to be completely different um the thing is that when when we have uh, an ad that is generating more engagement we make assumptions on why it's generating more uh, a higher level of engagement, but we don't really know why, because an ad is like, you know, it's it's so many parameters uh, at the same time, so many things uh, 
could could influence the, this performance. So yeah, um, again, revisiting the same concept by someone else at a later point in time can really have uh, can really lead to to different results. Well, actually, great segue because time is the question right now. I'm running out of it. We do have to go to break, but listeners, don't go away because as you can hear, we're having a great conversation about creative testing, which is going to be top of your agenda in 2019 and beyond. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have today Adam Chorosky and Zach Vandriel, two UA specialists, experts, and co-founders of Miri Growth. And right before the break, we were talking about, you know, how to refresh and when to refresh creatives. But of course, then there's also the question, when do you just throw it all away, um, try something new, push the envelope? Let, let's start with the first, refreshing. What qualifies as a refresh? It's a good question. I think we, uh, even internally, we maybe uh, have slightly different opinions on, on what a refresh is. But in general, um, we like to make sure we're not doing like refreshes that are too subtle. So we're not thinking about maybe changing like one tiny thing, like changing the color of a copy. Um, mm -hmm. If we're talking about refreshing a creative based on colors, we'll try and uh, change a couple of things at once. So like the background color, for example, any colors of assets within the, the ads. So to try and kind of change the look and feel of the ad um, without really changing the concept, if that kind of makes sense. Um, the other thing, uh, the other the other idea of like a refresh could be changing a small part of the ad. So changing one segment of the ad uh, and seeing if that's uh, something that could uh, change, uh, like have an impact on performance. And by segment, I mean maybe 
uh, one portion of the ad is showing slightly different concepts, or maybe you've split up the ad into uh, three parts, so you're advertising three different parts of of, of the product or three different selling points. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other? And, and to be on that? clear, this would be about ad formats, um, banner, but also video. You would do a similar um, refresh in video. Yeah, we're talking specifically about video. Where this is where okay. we, we see the best performance. It's also the hottest ad format, you know. I mean, I'm I'm seeing some articles that tell me the banner is back, but we'll see about that. Um, what about pushing the envelope, being totally creative, uh, but being totally different? Adam, do you have some views on sort of like when is the time to to you know throw throw it all to the wind and say yes, I'm going to charge out in a different direction? Um, is it something you do with your clients? Uh, at a, at a certain point, or is it when you say, let's let's try something completely different? So what we're trying to do is, uh, or what we're actually, is to do this uh, on a weekly basis. So mm-hmm. every week we want to test new concepts. Um, and the reason for that is um, you may find one ad that is performing, that is outperforming all the others, but this will probably not last forever. So you need to look for uh, another concept that will uh, that that will work in a, and replace uh, that the current best performing ad uh, once it uh, drops in performance a little bit. Um, and finding this new concept, it may take a bit of time. Um, all our creative tests are not um, positive. We don't always find something that works better. Um, so this is why every week we need to come up with new concepts and we need to test them. Um, now, every now and then we'll find something that works. Maybe it will be right in time for when performance is starting to drop and we need uh, something new to um, well to, to keep performance at current levels or to scale up uh, uh, the, the spend for a client. Uh, or if we're lucky, we can just try to create a backlog of concepts and we'll have this backlog and we'll just release a new ad every now and then when we see that we need it. Uh, when we see that performance is dropping. How long does, I mean, is this an ongoing, because you're saying you're trying to do this every week. I'm hearing five ads a week uh, per per app. I'm hearing innovate, try something different, uh, you know, push the envelope as well every week. What does this look like for an app marketer right now, you know, to to put the 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 you know the manpower and the resources, maybe not in the monetary sense, but just this sounds like a big you know, it's a it's a big ongoing task. What does it mean really? I mean, do I need to have at least five people in my team to work with you to make this happen? It's something that requires some effort. How much effort really? Um, so, I mean, we're, we're not talking about, you know, like your 30 second TV ad and I'm mm-hmm. doing that five times a week. Um, these are really short formats. They're 10, 15 seconds in most cases, sometimes a bit longer, but that's the exception. Um, and we, I mean, uh, on our team, uh, we have uh, two designers at the moment, and they are responsible for a few for a few apps, and they will do that. Uh, yeah, they, they will simply develop. I mean, we will we will define the concepts with them, and then they will they will they will work on them. Um, and I mean, what we're seeing more and more, and that's kind of. That relates a little bit to uh, a question you asked earlier. More and more people or the teams we're working with, they also have someone in the marketing team that is responsible for uh, the user acquisition 
uh, side of things. So they they will have someone whose job will be to, you know to do just the creatives for the for for marketing. Um, and basically, yeah, I think uh, this is the way that the market uh, the direction in which the market is evolving, which means that there was there will be like one or two people on the team that will also do the creative side of things for for the app. How does that work best to engage with you at Miri Growth? I mean, should I be a certain type of app, a certain vertical, a certain category, a certain size? Because, you know, it probably works best if I can dedicate someone to really, you know, interlocking with you and working through these creatives. Yeah, I think um, really we have uh, loads of different cases uh, where, where it works quite well. So we have cases where we're, we're really uh, integrated with the team and we're not just coming out with ideas ourselves. We're discussing ideas on calls. Um, we're talking about feedback, about things we could be doing differently, different ideas we can test. Um, but also we've had cases in the past where um, given that uh, like, I guess this is our, our job, this is what we do all the time. It's, it's quite easy to at least come up with different concepts to start with. And once you understand an app and you, you really, uh, you begin to kind of test enough selling points, you can just, you can kind of snowball from there. Um, in terms of the different apps, uh, like what's an ideal uh, like moment for an app to be working with us, uh, it also varies quite a lot. I think um, in terms of verticals, uh, as you were saying, we we do work with apps from uh, a lot of different verticals. Recently, we've been uh, working with a lot more gaming apps, um, where we've been seeing uh, some some really good results with with our approach. Um, so this has been uh, kind of over the last six six months, we've been working more and more with gaming clients. Um, but we've also worked in the past with uh, health and fitness apps, education apps, and we've seen some uh, some really exciting results there. Um, and we've also worked with apps from Soft Launch um, and also apps that have been around for over two years and are, are really well established. Um, so I guess kind of in answer, there's a lot of different cases that we've had going uh, and we've seen we've seen good results in, 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 a, in a broad mix of them. Yeah, the, the, the only thing I would add is uh, the best clients to work with is the clients that, uh, yeah, it sounds a bit cheesy, but that challenge you a bit. But it really is good to have uh, to have someone that tells you, why did you not test this? Why did you not test that? Or uh, if we tested this, uh, maybe the next thing we should test is that thing. Uh, because that really... Uh, well, first of all, it adds an extra person uh, in the creative process, uh, and it's quite hard to uh, to keep on having new ideas constantly. Uh, but also, it just forces us, yeah, to uh, to 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 come, yeah, to have more innovative uh, concepts. Yeah, and I guess in summary, like challenge our assumptions. Basically, if you have also, someone who's challenging you, you're you're like challenging your assumptions on all your best practices. Because as much as we say that we don't want to have assumptions, we obviously have some form of bias in whatever we do. Uh, so it's always good to hear it from from uh, someone else that maybe, uh, maybe the fact that video, for example, uh, we do only video, maybe we should be doing more uh, static, static ads or, or something like that. I mean, you talk about bias and 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 things like that, and I'm I'm looking into that a lot. That's one reason why people are saying, um, you know, there has to be an element of machine learning here. I won't go there because that's way out. Um, it's also um, not perfect. I've seen some great articles about what the machine learning has, has chosen for for creatives, and they were really really bad. Um, how about you as a person? 
what are some surprises you could share? Because, you know, we've all probably been through those conferences where they say, okay, now raise your hand. Was it, you know, creative A or B that won? And we're usually wrong. <laughs> I am at least. Uh, and the audience is too. So it's, it's a hard one to call. What are some surprises or what can you share along the way? Maybe a lesson or two that tells us how to um, keep an open mind, put it that way. I, yeah, it's a good question. I think uh, in short on my side, uh, generally the ads which I think are going to work best don't. And generally the ads where um, where maybe I'm a little bit, a little bit less sure of whether it's going to work actually end up uh, being better performers. So it's really, uh, it's really hard to uh, kind of make assumptions on what you think will work and what doesn't. Although there's always uh, maybe something underlying that you'll, uh, in hindsight, be like, oh, actually, this is related to a previous ad concept I've seen before, which I didn't just look at it uh, in the way that uh, I saw at the time. I don't know, maybe Adam has a, a differing opinion to me on that one. Um, no, no, I, t I totally agree. I mean, we quite often say that, like, I mean, that's why we don't really want to have assumptions, um, mm -hmm. uh, because we never know, we can never guess what which creative is going to be the best performing one. Uh, and yeah, we just, we're always surprised by the results. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, I think, um, again, there are so many, like you could break down all these ads into so many different parameters and we can't really do that. It's too, it's too, it's too complicated. Um, so I think that's why trying to predict, uh, which ad is going to perform at the end of the day, is something that is uh, very hard to do without actually testing it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm hearing. I'm just hearing really test, test, keep testing. Um, keep the ones you reject. Um, and sometimes, uh, as, as one of my uh, friends and colleagues said, you, know, you just have to get a hammer out and break everything. I thought that was the best advice I'd ever heard, you know, because what will emerge from, the, from the, those, those pieces might fit into a whole different concept that's still similar and related to your app, but just a little bit, a little bit different. Um, we have to go to break. I can't wait to get back because I'd like to ask you some questions about what I think is going to be important in 2019. And I want to hear what you think is going to be important going ahead as well. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business -business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. 
thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Zach Vandriel and Adam Tarosky, UA specialists and co-founders of Miri Growth. And guys, right before the break, we were talking about what we're trying to do, what probably can't be done, which is approach creative testing as a science. Um, we, it's an art, the creative part. Science, tougher to handle. Uh, probably something we're not going to crack anytime soon. But of course, there is best practice you can offer what you've seen by working with your clients, uh, working with app marketers. Um, let's just walk through those. Maybe, Zach, you kick off with one. One really important piece of best practice or a key learning that you can share? Yeah, good question. I think one really important uh, kind of, yeah, I guess lesson uh, that we've learned is to try and focus on one message. So when you're testing a lot um, and you're you're testing five ads a week, uh, you could maybe get sidetracked and uh, kind of like either maybe have an ad concept that's maybe a bit vague or also have an ad concept that focuses on too much or tries to sell the app too much. Uh, within a video ad and on Facebook and on Snapchat users really don't want to pay attention you need to be able to grab their attention very fast and be able to like communicate your message in a very short amount of time so having like one key message uh, is, a, is a key part of that so I guess that uh, the way that that would would look is maybe having one piece of copy that's short and sweet um, and also maybe having uh, one piece of like visual to accompany that, whether if that's for a game, it could be gameplay, uh, or if that is a um, like a, another app, a health and fitness app, for example, it could be uh, showing off one one key uh, selling point of the app. Uh, I guess that's probably uh, one one for me. Well, that's a good um, one because that's yeah. about focus. Um, Adam, why don't you give me your second? Yeah, sure. Uh, the other one that uh, is really important is we know that the first impression is key. Um, we know that people look at an ad for an average of 1.5 or uh, two seconds, um, which means that the the beginning of the of the video needs to be really impactful. Which means that, for instance, you really cannot afford to have an introduction to the ad. So, like the logo of the company just like appearing on on, on the video really slowly for two seconds, that cannot happen because that will, I mean, people will just, uh, will just go somewhere else. Um, and, uh, it also means that the, the, the main messaging, um, of, of the ad 
this one uh, this one idea, uh, this one single feature that is that is promoted, as Zach was saying, it also needs to be on the screen from the beginning of the ad, uh, and it can't appear after after two seconds. Mm -hmm. So really grab attention, but also be consistent. It's not like just like wowing me, but really seeing that you're repeating that message in the video um, in a different way, but being on message. Yeah, I mean, uh, as we said, quite often we have quite short ads. Uh, so it's also very difficult to um, to have more than one, to talk about more than one uh, feature uh, within, t within 10 seconds. Uh, but also, yeah, that, that it's true that, uh, uh, yeah, there's no, like, we just focus on one message. We don't really uh, go from one message to another. Mm -hmm. I think this is, these two assumptions, well, focusing on one message, I think is maybe something we try to challenge every now and then um, as one of our key assumptions. We have found moments in the past where if you actually work on a slightly longer ad, so we're, we're, we're talking maybe 30 second ad, um, this can uh, this can work well in communicating a more detailed uh, uh, maybe app or a, or a game that's uh, a lot more, um, there's a lot more going on that you need to communicate. So this isn't something we've actually found that works uh, for all cases, um, which is why we, we wouldn't start uh, with that approach uh, for a lot of apps we start with. Uh, but it is something that we, we do challenge every now and then, and we have found cases in the past that does perform well. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been great having you both on the show. I know you do a lot more. You do uh, you know, automation of budget allocation, bid optimizations, Facebook, Snapchat, loads of stuff. I hope to have you both again back soon. In the meantime, how can listeners stay up to date with what you're doing? Maybe you have uh, you know, an excellent blog. You're doing some stuff on Medium. How do they reach out to you? Maybe they just want to ask you and say, hey, give me some advice. Or even I have an app I'd like you to optimize for me. How would they do that? Yeah, good question. I think um, we're a small company. We're really trying to uh, work on kind of sharing the knowledge that we we also um, gain as, as doing what we do. Um, we are in the, the mid to long term working on a blog where we will be sharing our, uh, our information that hasn't started yet. In the meantime, um, if people want to reach out to us, uh, we're on LinkedIn and also on, on Twitter as well. Uh, and on our website, they'll be able to um, kind of reach out to us and speak to us directly through there as well. And I'll have those also in the show notes. Your website again? Is marygrowth.com. There you go. Pretty simple. And uh, listeners, if you want to stay in touch with me or find out how you can be a sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy at MobileGroove, MobileGroove.com, and is where, is where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode of our show. And you can find out more about this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So friends, until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.